fans and welcome to the drive time podcast part of the miami dolphins official podcast network covering your team your miami dolphins each and every day how's it going everybody it is thursday the start of week 15 in the national football league i am your host travis wingfield and i am here to bring you your daily dose of Miami Dolphins football and on today's show we're going to get you caught up on the latest from Dolphins camp in Davie hear from coach Brian Flores some players and their media availability we're also going to do a feature unlike any one we've ever done before we're going to have not one not two but three of your Dolphins rookie offensive linemen Austin Jackson Robert Hunt and Solomon Kinley all coming up here on this Thursday December the 17th edition of the Drive Time Podcast. That's another Miami Dolphins. Hey Dolphins fans, the new year starts now at AutoNation. Let's skip the rest of 2020 and get to big New Year savings on your favorite AutoNation Chevys, Fords, Toyotas, Hondas, and a whole lot more. Shop safely at the AutoNation store near you or AutoNation.com and save now. I don't want to waste any time on this podcast and go ahead and just jump right into my first guest here. We're going to talk to all three of the Dolphins rookie offensive linemen. Let's go ahead and get this thing started off with Solomon Kinley. And joining me first on this special edition of the Drive Time podcast is Dolphins left guard and right guard, plays a little bit of everywhere, Solomon Kinley. Solomon, how you doing, man? I'm good. What about you? I'm not too bad. I can't complain. It's uh, South Florida in December. You, you can't beat that, man, right? Oh, man. I got so many friends back home in uh, in Georgia where I played football in college. They saying it's cold. They putting on hats and hoodies, <laughs> and I'm down here there with short shorts and open toe slides on. <laughs> now, when you say short shorts, are you talking about like the ones that Isaiah Ford wore that Ryan Fitzpatrick later put on? Or are we going a little <laughs> bit longer than that? Nah, nah, I'm I'm a little bit longer than that. I'm a little <laughs> bit longer than that. No offense to my boy Isaiah, but. I'm a little bit longer than that. I, I thought so, man. Uh, speaking of South Florida, I wanted to bring up something to you that I had happened to me the other day because when we talked on that podcast back in, I think it was September, you told me a story about running into an iguana in your, it was either your aunt or your grandma's backyard that, that scared the bejesus out of you. Um, and I, I saw this thing, Solomon, where when it gets cold here, the iguanas will fall out of trees. And I was going for a jog the other day, and one of them fell out of a tree and ran into the lake, and it scared the crap out of me. I'm wondering, have you had any more iguana or wildlife interactions since our last conversation? I'm cutting down every tree in my backyard. <laughs> Is it already oh, done? <laughs> no, I haven't, had, I, haven't, I haven't had any more experience than that. I, I think... Since that time I told you about that story, I think I've seen like two more, two more after that. But other than that, I really haven't seen them. But every tree around me, I'm definitely looking up and not paying attention to nothing else until I see is iguana free. <laughs> That's a good strategy, man. They're they're so ah they're terrifying. I can't even look at them without just wanting to go the other direction. But uh, I think that's that's plenty of wildlife talk here with the big fish himself. I want to ask you a little bit about um, just coming into the league with you know two fellow rookies along the offensive line and you guys both or all three of you rather have played so much what's that experience been like coming into the league with two guys that are kind of have a similar you know career path in terms of coming into the league to a new team and playing along the offensive line together what's that experience been like for you oh man it's great man we 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 came in with each other we know what we had to do we uh we all we all are blessed for the opportunity to even you know 
to come around and be a part of each other's lives. But um, it's just it's just great when you can meet people from different parts of the world, just connect and just click. Um, it's just I just I just love how we are brotherhood, not only knowing each other for a few months. Um, and once you're brotherhood, how we are, we click on the field, we communicate with each other, we want to do stuff outside the field with each other. So you know, it's just been a great experience, and I can't wait to play for more than more, more and more games with these guys. Yeah, I was going to say, Solomon, you know, obviously you guys came into the NFL and the weirdest year of my entire life, I'm sure of yours as well, as far as COVID, you know, protocols and the NFL's just been different in that way, like the rest of life has. Have you guys had any conversations about like, man, when hopefully this vaccine comes out and we all get, you know, past this, have you guys had any conversations about what you might do in the off season together, like to hang out, to go like on a road trip or something? Like, is there anything you guys want to do together once this is all cleared up? Um, yeah, we have talked about that, but um, we haven't made no decision yet because, you know, like I said, we are from different places. I think uh, Austin's from Arizona, um, Rob's from Texas, and I'm from I'm from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. So, you know, it's all we're going to – I think after the season, after we do what we got to do this season, I think we're going to make a run and, you know, just talking about that type of stuff and see what we really want to do. But as of right now, we really haven't made the decision yet. Yeah, I'll look forward to that. Hopefully you guys can uh, can make a whole thing out of it. I, I'm just picturing the three of you guys like in an RV or something going down the highway, just having a good time. <laughs> maybe maybe we can do something with that. Yeah, but, uh, no doubt. But, so obviously, you know, you, you wouldn't know otherwise because this is your rookie season, but I'm wondering, you know, having those guys come in together and going through training camp, like because there were so many young players that were first timers in, in that offensive line room, what was like training camp like and coming up through this program and trying to get the feel for the NFL lifestyle together? Was that helpful to have those guys around you through the process? Oh yeah, no doubt. You know, you gotta, you gotta have somebody that can be able to, you know, not only just push you when you need when you need help, but push you when stuff's not going your way. You know, having a good positive mindset along with your when when stuff is going bad with you. So you know that's what we did with each other every day. Like we stayed on the field today, us three got extra pad sets. You know, just talking about just talking about life and sometimes getting your mind off football and just you know just just soaking it all in. You know, because you live one life, you gotta you gotta cherish it. So that's that's our biggest thing, and that's how we. Walking, that's how we talk. We, we're, we're blessed for every opportunity and blessed for everything that's coming our way and everything else that's going to happen in the future. It's cool to hear you talk like that, Solomon, because it just goes back to you know the message we've heard all season long about the Dolphins bringing in a certain type of player, a certain type of person, and it sounds like all three of you guys definitely check those boxes. So it's it's cool to hear that. I'm wondering, like when when you talked about extra pass sets at practice, like is it sometimes a little better because maybe one day you're like, man, I, my legs are a little bit dead. I'm I'm not really feeling it. I'm tired. I just want to kind of go take a break. But then you've got like Austin and Rob there to be like, hey, let's go. Let's let's get some more reps in and get this rest of this day done. No doubt, no doubt. One day, Austin might be like, I'm going to go on in. <laughs> I grab him by the shoulder pad. No, you're not. One day, it might be me. He'll trip me up and say, you stand your big butt on, your big butt on the field. And then it might be it might be Rob one day. And then both of us are grabbing Rob and say, no, you're not. We're going to get better. So, you know, like I said, keeping 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 good, a good-hearted people and people that want to work and people that want to be better around you, it makes you better. So that's how we look at it. It's a good professional environment to be in. And speaking of environment, I wanted to ask you about Coach Marshall. Uh, he's always so lively and bubbly on the on the press conferences, and we talk to him every other week here as part of the media. What can you tell us about Coach Marshall in that offensive line room on the practice field on game day? Like, what's it like being with him and working with a guy that has so much experience? Um, oh my, it, it, it's a, it's a great it's a blessing to have a guy you know that that have coached plenty, 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 plenty pro bowlers and plenty 
potential Hall of Famers, man. You know, he just gives you straight knowledge and, you know, wisdom about the game and how how much potential every guy on that offensive, offensive line can have. And, you know, he teaches you a lot of stuff. And like you said, he always has energy from a win, a loss, a draw. He always going to have energy to, to the point where you know he wants you to get better. He know You know he got your best interest in heart in, in, in certain situations. So, you know, having a person like that, makes you want to get better. You don't want to let them down. It sounds like the entire offensive line room and probably the entire team as well just has that kind of support mindset, right? Like everyone's there to help each other out. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. We got vets on the line, you know, from from Ted to Eric Flowers to Jesse Davis to Adam Pankis to Julian, you know, all the guys, you, they, try to, they try their best to give you the leisure in the right direction as us being young and our bare first year playing in NFL didn't know what to expect. They talk to us every day. They, 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 their biggest thing is to lead us in the right direction to help us do something different from what they did in their past working years. All right, sounds good, Solomon. I appreciate your time today, man. You go ahead and get back to it, and uh, we'll see you out there on Sunday. And best of luck to you the rest of the season with uh, health and performance and everything else, Solomon. Appreciate it. And let's go ahead and keep this thing rolling right along with our second interview here of three on the Thursday edition of the Drive Time Podcast. Let's go ahead and welcome in Dolphins tackle slash guard Robert Hunt. And joining me now on the Drive Time Podcast is Dolphins' second-round pick from this past year, another rookie starting along the offensive line, and Rob Hunt out of Louisiana Lafayette. Rob, what's going on, man? Hello, man. How are you? I'm good. It's good to talk to you again. I think uh, the last time we spoke was, shoot, it, it might have been draft night after you got selected by the Miami Dolphins. How you been? How's the season going so far? And, uh, and I got to ask you, man, how's, how's the Kia Telluride doing? Oh, man. Everybody know about that, huh? Um... <laughs> It's good, man. I love I love my Kia, man. I love my that's my baby. It got a lot of space, man. It's a big car for a big man like me. So I'm very I like it. I was actually looking because I wanted to ask you about it, and I was looking to see what kind of car I was dealing with here, and I I googled it, and yeah, I was surprised it it has a a lot of space back there. Are you gonna maybe when things clear up a little bit as far as COVID goes, are you gonna try to get that thing out to the beach? Like, what's you got any big plans for that for that uh, road trip in the future? Uh, no, not really. I live in the country, so, man, I'll take that thing, thing in the country. I don't know if I, I, I have to be careful with it. You know, it's my baby, so a lot of <laughs> potholes and stuff like that in the country, so I got to watch that. Man, have to just get me a pickup truck, man, one of these days. Yeah, get you something you can beat up and uh, definitely be something you're you're weary of, the South Florida drivers down here. I'm sure you've, you've seen how crazy it is. <laughs> Oh, wow, man. It's, un- it's unreal. <laughs> I got someone rear-ended me my first like two months down here. It's like, okay, I guess I'm officially a South Floridian now. But uh, let's, let's talk yeah. about some, <laughs> some, some football now. Um, you know, you, you guys come into this, to this team together, and you, you went through the combine. You went through the post-draft process together. I think you've actually referenced this before about working out at the combine together, the three of you guys, and being kind of close in that workout group. What has this experience been like as far as being around two other guys that you, you know went through the exact same thing you did from the end of your college career to the start of your rookie season? Um, it's been fun, man. Um, I don't think I would like it. I don't think I would want it any other way. You know, like to have two other guys and three rookies in the same room, you know, uh, coming at the same time to experience all this together, man, I think I don't think I would like want it any other way. Like I think it's it's just a blessing in disguise. You know, all of us are here. We trying to, you know, help this team out and get better. And we also got to come in together and like make friends with each other and, you know, have relationships off the field. 
And I have to imagine, like, I, I compare it to, like, the first day of school. Like, you, you arrive and maybe you're a little bit nervous about making new friends and, and you've got these classes. You don't know how to get to certain parts of campus. I have to imagine that having those guys around you helped, like, really get yourself involved immediately with the Dolphins, whether it was, you know, mini camps or training camp, whatever it was. Like, that had to help too, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Like like I said, like, all this coming in together helped us all out, you know, because we, we automatically have a bun because we're all rookies and we're all in the O-line, so – um, definitely have a bun already. And um, the, our vets and stuff, man, they're, they're really good too. They helped us out a lot um, just coming in too. They taught us a lot as well. I remember at training camp every day seeing Eric Flowers uh, love those those rubber bands or, or the whatever that apparatus was, the, the resistance bands that you guys are working on after practice. Like, was that something that he introduced you to? Had you seen that before? And what did you think when you would work after practice in this in this July Miami heat uh, on those bands? Um. No, Eric definitely um, introduced the um, the bungees to it's called the bungees. Yeah, he definitely introduced that to me. That's my first time seeing it. And, um, man, it was hot as hell. <laughs> it was definitely hot as hell. Um, <laughs> but I know that you know trying to do that and just following the older guys um, probably would be best for us to do. And that's just what I did, and that's what we did. You know. Yeah, and Solomon talked about this too. You know, it's it's week fifteen now, so obviously the grind is is in full force from that time to now. He talked about you guys getting some extra pass sets in after practice today, even. And I asked him, like, is is there a, a certain accountability factor among the three of you guys? Because you know, in every profession, Rob, like myself, sometimes I don't want to write, sometimes I don't want to podcast, but you got to push through. Like sometimes are there days when you're not feeling it, or maybe Austin's not feeling it, or Solomon's not feeling it, and you guys kind of pick each other up. Um, I don't know if it's days like that, but I know that we definitely um, challenge each other, you know, to um, be better. I would say um, I think we all just get come in like ready to play and ready to go, and um, that that, just, that helps us out a lot, you know. Like we just ready to go twenty four seven, and we just talk to each other and we talk about what what we saw. Um, say if I saw Austin do something, or if I saw Solomon do something different, I like tell him, hey, like you try to do it that way, or you did this so you can improve. Like same with me, like they do me the same way, you know. Like maybe while your feet coming too close together or something like that. And we, and we just try to fix it um, like by doing that. So we just talk to each other, talk each other up. Yeah, I was going to ask you, that's, that's a good uh, point there, because I was going to ask you my next question was, you know, the Dolphins made a point as far as what Brian Flores and Chris Greer and the coaching staff all says regarding the types of players they wanted to bring in this offseason, guys, that football was important to them, they can communicate. Did you recognize that pretty quickly in both Austin and Solomon as far as these guys are just dogs that want to get out there and grind? Oh, of course, of course, 100%. And that's, shoot with austin um solomon brandon jones Rayquan, all the like everybody you know and that's um the older guys as well i feel like everybody had um everybody was excited you know attention to detail was unreal everybody was just focused flying around so i definitely noticed that fast and uh, it's, it's still going on whatever week we in how kind of off in the weeks but <laughs> yeah. wherever we put in 15 yeah. i think it, it all kind of blends together eventually, man. Uh, is it is it important to you? Does it mean something special to you to know that like the three of you guys came in together, worked together, and all got yourselves into positions now where you're all starting together? Um. Yeah. I mean, it showed that you know that they just. I feel like we can play. You know. Um. I think that we worked hard, and you know, like once our numbers call, we just try to get in and compete. And I think that. Every time we have got a chance to get in and compete, I think we have done just that. It hasn't been perfect, of course, but um, the chances that we have got, I think that we have kind of tried to um, take advantage of them. And what about the tutelage of Coach Steve Marshall? Because, again, you guys, three rookies coming into a, an offensive line room that has a guy that's running the room and, and the offensive line coach and Coach Marshall that has over 40 years of football experience. Like, What's that been as far as him getting that, that tutelage and that mentorship to you guys? 
I've been good. Um, he's he's he he has helped us with a lot. You know, like he's like you said, he's been in the game for forty years. He's taught us a lot. Um, and I short staying in the NFL and um also Lim, like Coach Lim, he he does a um great job with us too. Um, he put us to the side. He makes sure we're working hard. He helps us with things you know that we want to like stay out the practice. He helps us with that. So I think it's a a great room full of like great leaders. You know. So I'm curious, Rob, because, you know, obviously a generational gap there between you guys and, and Coach Marshall, really the entire offensive line room. It's not like you guys have, you know, a bunch of late 30s vets in that room. Like, is there ever moments where you guys have to show Coach Marshall, like, hey, this is what TikTok is. This is what Snapchat is. Are you guys uh, doing course, that or no? Solomon's that guy. Solomon's the guy that <laughs> teaches him all that. <laughs> About all that stuff, man. He always messes with all about his TikTok and all that stuff. <laughs> Is, oh, there's definitely a guy about that. Is Coach receptive to it, or is he kind of like throw, throwing the hands like, ah, bah humbug? Yeah, he's probably just like, palms up, man. Like, he don't really <laughs> care, I guess, but... You learn something new every day. Yeah. yeah. Well, shoot, I'm 33 and I'm already that way. Maybe maybe it's my old soul at heart there, but that's awesome to hear, um, man. You mentioned Coach Lem. Um, you mentioned him. Does he kind of act as like a conduit for like, you know, that player experience and kind of the in-between the rookies and the, and the old grizzled vet there and Coach Marshall? Like, what's his role in the room? Um, Lem Rose, just like pretty much you just said, um, he's a guy that played the game. You know how it's going to be. He's very smart, really smart. Like, he, he's a, like he's a legit a student of the game, but like a coach for him. Like he, and he helps us um, and puts us in the right spots. I think that um, Lem does a fantastic job of what he does. Coach Lem does a fantastic job. And I think that like, we all appreciate him for what he does, you know, and that's like a lot, a lot, a lot of just behind the scenes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Rob Hunt, your Dolphins right tackle right now, rookie season, second round in this past draft, having a great year, Rob. Appreciate your time today, man. I'll let you get back to the uh, Patriots preparations. We'll see you out there on Sunday. All right. Thank you, my man. And there he goes from the right tackle over to the left tackle. Let's go ahead and finish up these interviews with Dolphins rookie left tackle, Austin Jackson. And joining me now is Dolphins rookie offensive lineman Austin Jackson, the 18th pick in this last 2020 NFL draft. Austin, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. As always, I, I, I told you this on the last press conference I think you were available at. I always appreciate your kind of, you know, analytical approach to the game as far as techniques and different styles and different pass rushers. Just want to get a feel for you off the top here. Like, how's the rookie season going? How much have you learned in this year? And, and what's it been like for the entire learning experience as a first-year player? Uh, I think the rookie experience is going great so far. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a, a learning ball, learning curve, I'd say. You know, the adjustment to the NFL from college, you know, there's definitely a lot of different factors at hand, but, you know, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. This is this is what we wanted. You know, this is what we've been working for. So it's been great to get in a room with a bunch of great guys and also have a bunch of rookies around me who are going through the same thing so we can bond and, uh, you know, just – keep leaning on each other every day to get better it's pretty fun yeah I wanted to ask about that last point about having you know two fellow rookies starting along the offensive line and I joked with Rob about this saying it almost kind of reminds me of like the first day of school when you get there maybe it's a new school you don't really know where to go for classes and you don't have any friends yet and you have to kind of find your own way like was there a level of comfort in coming into your first training camp knowing that you've got Rob and Solomon who are both kind of going through the same thing as you yeah definitely I think uh I think we're all able to relate to each other from that exact situation, you know, just all being rookie offensive linemen and, uh, you know, just moving to South Florida and just being able to bond over that. And uh, it, def- it definitely does take some pressure off, you know, you, you have someone you can relate to. So I think that helps 
on the field, especially for our position, offensive line, because uh, communication is key. So that definitely helps. Yeah, I wanted to ask you how how does how does that benefit as far as what you're able to do on the football field from like you know tips or maybe some some extra motivation? Like, is there things you guys all do together that maybe you think helps all three of your games? Well, we unfortunately we can't meet up you know too much outside of practice sure. just because COVID. But um, well, we always make sure that we get some extra work in right after practice. Um, I'd say like a couple minutes after practice. Um, just working on, you know, extra pass sets, extra round calls. Um, sometimes you sit and talk around meeting times or before meetings just to be sure, you know, it's like, hey, am I confused and you're confused? You know, we're all confused. <laughs> we all have issues. Just, just stuff like that, you know, just clarifying and communicating and just, uh, you know, trying to do the best we can. Yeah, they say the only dumb questions you ask are the ones you ask yourself on the bus ride on the way home. So I guess always always get those questions in for coach. And, um, you know, I, I talked to Solomon about this, and right. he said that you guys had, had discussed, you know, the, the possibility of, of, of life post-COVID. I know it's difficult this year, but, you know, I'm sure you guys are, are chomping to get out there and maybe do something together. Maybe in the offseason when, when stuff clears up and gets better, hopefully, maybe that's the case. Is there something you guys might want to do together outside the building you haven't been able to do together because of the COVID situation? You know, I'm sure if the COVID situation wasn't here, um, yeah, we definitely, we definitely would probably spend some time outside, um, outside the facility. You know, in that off season, getting to know, uh, just you know, South Florida, hanging out. You know, I imagine we work out together for sure. Still, just all being offensive linemen and knowing what we need to work on. I could definitely foresee that. Yeah, exactly. It's it's been it's been a challenging year for everybody. I think you know in the country for that reason and in the world as well. Um, if if it was if they told you Austin, we're gonna do something together. Like it's let's say it's you know July when you guys are off, like Fourth of July. Austin, you're planning the trip. You're planning the party. Like what's what would you do? Where would you take Austin or Solomon and Rob if you had like total control over like a road trip or maybe like a, a outing, a, an event? What would you want to do? A lot of things. I'd, I'd probably say a, a nice little jet jet ski day or trip would be nice. Maybe get get out on the water in South Florida, see some things. You know, that sounds that sounds nice. <laughs> if if that happens, you guys are gonna have to take some video of that and stuff as well. And I'm sure Solomon's gonna be down for that because you know the big fish. He loves to get out in the water and do some swimming. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we could fish too. Honestly, you know, uh, I I actually just learned how to fish this year when I moved down here. So. I was with some of my teammates, and we, we, they taught me, so it's looking a, to get back out. It's a good hobby down here, especially with the weather, and especially right now, since it's one of the things you can do where you can you know, socially distance and stay away from people. So, yeah, that's a great hobby to pick up. Um, speaking of hobbies, uh, Rob told me that Solomon is all about trying to get Coach Marshall involved on TikTok. What do you know about that? You know, I, I know Solomon's all about it, and I know, <laughs> know Marsh is, you know, a little bit different. <laughs> what he's accustomed to. Let's say it, leave it at that. Uh, but, you know, one day it'll come around. Yeah, that sounds good. I do want to ask you more about Coach Marshall. I asked the other two guys this as well. Like, you know, you guys are obviously first-year players. He's been around this game for over 40 years. How has that experience helped the three of you guys kind of learn it in this game and, and play it the right way, the way Coach wants you to play it? It helps a lot. You know, he's definitely very experienced, and he's been – He's been coaching in the NFL for a while and just really our room all together too. Just from our vet guys like, you know, uh, Eric Flowers, Jesse Davis, and Big Ted, and even from our assistant O-line coach, you know, Coach Lynn. 
So I think all around we just have uh, a lot of good supporting pieces to put us in position to be successful. Austin, I know you have a meeting to get to here in a few minutes, but I want to ask you, how's Pluto doing? Oh, Pluto's doing great. Yeah, Pluto's doing great, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, li- I'm looking forward to getting over. We're not looking forward to it, but I know he is because he's been looking at me all day like, when are we going to go to the park and <laughs> take a walk? So yeah, there uh, you go. he's doing great, and he, he wants to go to the park. <laughs> Hey, it's spoken like a true dog right there. Appreciate your time today, Austin. Austin Jackson, your Dolphins uh, rookie left tackle. Best luck to you the rest of the way, man. Stay healthy, and we'll see you out there on Sunday. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, really cool stuff there from the Dolphins. Three rookie offensive linemen all playing throughout the course of the season. All starting the last couple of games. Rob Hunt at right tackle. Solomon Kinley at left guard in place of the injured Eric Flowers. He was at right guard prior to that and Austin Jackson playing at left tackle. Plenty of good stuff from those three guys all throughout the course of the season. I think I talked about it on the Tuesday recap podcast, talking about Rob Hunt having a pretty good game, both in pass protection and in the running game. We've talked plenty about Solomon Kinley this year on double teams, those combo blocks, getting up to the second level, and the athletic ability he shows with that size. And every time he comes out of that tunnel on Sundays, I can just... He looks so much different than the rest of the guys out there as far as that wide frame. He can block out the sun with that big body. And then Austin Jackson, I think every single week you see the athletic ability that he has show up on tape with the pass blocking that he shows out there against some of the best pass rushers in the NFL. So very excited about those three guys. Obviously, you can tell they're very bright, special young men that just want to put their nose down and, and get to work. And you, you can see that every day in practice. You see that on the podcast here. You heard them talk about it. Really cool to watch those guys come up together and, and grow up together and hopefully be here for a long, long time together. All right, let's go ahead and finish up this podcast with Coach Flores and Player Media. Flores spoke to the media on Thursday morning. Players on Thursday afternoon. Let's go ahead and start with Coach Flores. And a little bit of a different, I guess, tone to the conversation today as Coach talked about several aspects of coaching and his own coaches looking for future promotions in their careers as coaches. And we start here after Coach had mentioned, what's the hardest part about about your job? And he said, well, I love my job. Everything about it is what he wants to be doing. But he said spending time away from his family is definitely the hardest part. And I can definitely understand that, Coach. But then he was asked about what he learned over the course of his time in New England and going through all those different jobs and kind of getting that that high-level degree, as it were, in so many different avenues, whether it was personnel and scouting or the coaching aspect of it. Here's Coach talking about the growth of his own coaching career. I mean, I learned so much. I mean, you start and I started in personnel. Uh, Scott Pioli hired me there uh, as a scout assistant, so those four years in personnel were um, you know, very valuable. Uh, there was a lot of guys in that department who have gone on and you know done well for themselves. John Robinson. Uh, Thomas Dimitrov, Matt, Matt Russell, uh, you know, Marvin Allen was on the staff there when I was there, uh, you know, Lionel Vital. Um, so I learned a lot from that group, um, and going into coaching, um, working on special teams with uh, Brad Steely, who's you know, just recently retired. Um, and Scott O'Brien who retired a few years ago as well in the, in the kicking game. Um, going over to offense, working with Bill O'Brien, um, Went over to defense, obviously working with Bill, uh, Matt Patricia, uh, you know, obviously Josh Boyer, Pat Graham, um, a lot of a lot of really good coaches uh, on both sides of the ball. Um, I would say, I, I, you know, one of the guys who I learned, you know, as much about coaching as anyone is Dante Scarnecchia. Um, I know he's the old line coach over there, but uh, just the relationships he built with, with players and. Um, you know, how demanding he was. Uh, I think I tried to 
take a lot of you know what he did because you know he, he had a lot of success but and then just you know team building and being around a lot of you know very good players and very good coaches and had some great experiences there Man, that list of, of coaches and future executives, he lists it off there. A pretty impressive list that he's been around and had a chance to learn from over the course of his career. Up next, he was asked about going from the personnel side where he started over to the coaching side and why he ultimately decided that he wanted to be a coach rather than work on personnel. Although in this position, he can certainly do, do both and have an influence on both aspects of the operation. I started um, wanting to be in personnel. Uh, I just wanted to make more of an impact on, uh, I felt like I could have a little bit more impact on, you know, the game. So that, that was the reason you know, behind trying to get into coaching. I felt like I could you know, build relationships with players and it's, it's, it's you know, harder to do that on the personnel side. You know, I just don't have as much interaction with them. So uh, I just want to make more of an impact and I'm not saying that, you know, there's, there isn't an impact on the personnel side. You just, there's, you just, there's just more interaction on the coaching side. And we talked about all the good coaches and executives coach has been around in his career. He was asked about what happens at this time of year when other teams come calling for the uh, people that you have hired and put in place to possibly receive promotions throughout the league. Here's coach talking about his encouragement of his coaches to, to get the job they're looking for and to get promotions and to get recognition from around the league. I mean, I think, you know, if those opportunities pretend to present themselves, I think I think they should go for it. If it's something that they're they're interested in, um, and I'm, I'll help them any way I can. Uh, I've been on a few interviews, and you know, can offer some advice. Um, but we, you know, we've got a, a lot of qualified, you know, people on the staff, so that wouldn't that wouldn't shock me at all. And I would be, uh, you know, I would I would I would be encouraging. And, but that's we all have goals, and I'm not in the business of uh, stopping people from you know, getting the things they want. You know, players, coaches, part of the reason why they're here. But you know, another part of the reason why they're here is because they're team first, and I think people uh, people see that. Well, hopefully, people see that, and I would say that's part of the reason why. If someone were um, to to want to interview our guys, that that'd be part of it. So. And look, that's part of the, that's part of that's part of this business. You know, somebody calls comes calling for one of you guys, do the same thing. You, you, you'd hope that your boss would would be encouraging and want be helpful in in, in that uh, in that instance. So some interesting stuff there from Coach Flores on his Thursday media availability. Let's go ahead and wrap this podcast up with some players. Starting off here first with Dolphins linebacker Kyle Van Noy, who answered a question from yours truly about what can they do this time around to slow the Patriots running game, who piled up a season high on the Dolphins defense, rushing defense with 217 yards back in week one. How can the Dolphins stop them this time around? Here's the Dolphins linebacker. You know, I think it's just better communication. Uh, a lot of, you know, just playing, playing better. Uh, I think we're comfortable with, where we're at and we got to make strides of getting better each and time each time we take the field and I think you know I as as an older guy just playing better and having everybody play better helps as well so I think it's uh, a lot of different things and I hope we can do our best to slow it down they're really really good obviously the third I believe they're third in rushing in the league um their O-line's amazing um, Cole, the O-line coach, does a really good job getting those guys ready to go. 
Um, that rookie's playing really well, and Illuminor is playing well. And the backs, Damian Harris is playing really well. Sony's still got Jews. Obviously, James White's um, just around all amazing. And then you got Cam Newton, who still runs the ball really well. Uh, and he's doing a lot of things well. So they, they do a good job. And then you could splash in the, um, the receivers, too. They all run the ball pretty well, too, when they get that the ball on sweeps and different things like that. But Bill's got him playing hard, and he's a really good coach, and they're doing a really good job running the ball. And you heard the scouting report there from Kyle on basically the entire Patriots offense and running game operation. He knows that team well. Let's go ahead and go from one veteran to a rookie here in Dolphins rookie safety, Brandon Jones, who for him, this game offers a nice little... I guess progress check is he played significant snaps in that first game, actually back in week one against the Patriots. And he had a bunch of tackles in that game, double digit tackles, if I recall that correctly. And now here he is in week 15, maybe playing a little bit more of an expanded role since the, you know, first part, middle part of the season, getting more reps out there with obviously different Dolphins packages on that defensive backside. And he's been, you know, the third safety as far as snaps played this year. Here's Brandon Jones on his role in the team, his improvements from week one up to now, talking about where he sees himself a little bit finicky back then, but now more in control of his job and his duties. Um, I would just say the com- comfortability level on the field. Uh, I kind of, I watched the game, obviously preparing this week and, I feel like I'm a totally different player just from knowing kind of the next step, what's going to happen, and just, you know, being comfortable at the end of the day. You can kind of tell um, I was pretty antsy, you know, and trying to be everywhere all at once. But I kind of just understood and, and realized, you know, uh, my, my job, what I what I need to do, how can I help, and always kind of being aware of the next step before it happens. I think that's something that's progressively gotten better over the weeks. Let's go ahead and finish up this podcast kind of in the same way we started it after the interviews there with Austin, Solomon, and Rob. And Dolphins running back Matt Breida was asked about what's his impressions of Brian Flores as a head coach here in his first year with the Dolphins. And just a quick apology, in 2020, we have all kinds of different things this year. Some airplanes were flying overhead as Matt was giving his press conference. So here he is with a little bit of airplane audio added in. Um, Just that he treats every player the same, no matter how good you are or if you're on the practice squad, he expects you know great things out of you. Um, he's a great coach. He's going to be coaching for a very long time in this league. Um, it's rare that you know you're around uh, coaches like him. You know we're fairly young, who understand what it takes to win and all the you know just, just what it goes into this game. And uh, since I've been here, you know I just see nothing but great things about him. And, uh, um, he's lucky that he's my head coach. And uh, I think you know, all the guys on the team feel the same way. We all want to play for him and you know just go out there and put everything we got on the line for him. And, uh, he does the same for us. So there you have it. Busy Thursday edition of the Drive Time Podcast. A feature on the MiamiDolphins.com webpage is available for you guys right now. Taking a look at that young offensive line group with Solomon, Rob, Austin. Heard from Coach Steve Marshall as well on there. So do not miss that. We have the game preview up there as well. John Kinjemi's three keys of the game coming your way as well on there. Tomorrow we're going to have the flashback podcast with Marty Booker taking a look at the 2006 shutout of the Patriots. That was a fun game. We'll talk about that with Marty as well as Seth and OJ here from the Fish Tank Podcast. Check out the Audible Podcast as well. As for my time today, that's going to be my time. You all, please be sure to subscribe to Drive Time, the Fish Tank, the Audible Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at WingfieldNFL. Follow the team at Miami Dolphins. And until next time, fins up.